like it just comes back to the people who held are like are the true believers and they're you know what is the difference between the treasury and book value it's like the mean value or the network value as 4156 is saying right it's yeah, like they are well, if you believe value. in that mm -hmm. that's they are the network value that's it right and so um so what i think is like what remains of nouns uh, which is most of it by the way but what remains of nouns is like the highest quality people in all of ethereum um who um have positive attitudes or you know positive some thinkers want to do really cool stuff super creative people great engineers uh people with track records and so yeah so what do you find yourself in a smaller DAO with more talented people it's amazing welcome back to zero rights reserved a weekly podcast about nouns DAOs, nfts ethereum and more brought to you by the noun square media collective i'm your host cody hawk joined here by my co-host today Robot Fish Girl, and today we are hosting the passionate, prolific, and most of all, purple, Chris Carella. Welcome to ZeroPod. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. We'd love to hear your story a little bit, Chris, maybe the, the origin story, the backstory about how you ended up working in crypto. Yeah, so can you take us back and, and run us through that journey? I'll give you the, the, not the long, not the short, but somewhere in the middle. I have been um, working for tech startups for almost 20 years now. Um, I was, I lived most of my life in New York. And so I was in like that New York startup scene. Um, the Brooklyn yeah, Mafia, is that what they call it? <laughs> Brooklyn Mafia, yeah. That's what I heard it called recently. The Brooklyn Web3 Mafia. Well, now, now there's like awesome. definitely like this, I don't know, there's definitely like a crypto scene that, uh, well, I'm, I'm not in New York anymore. So I'm in Miami, that's, that's one, one life difference. But what I see online is like Williamsburg seems to be this nexus of um, crypto people moving from other places to, to yeah. Brooklyn, you know, uh, that's a, where that seems to come from. But I've been working in tech for, for a long time. Um, I've always been sort of a head of product or um, a co-founder, like the product-led co-founder. And so product design is, is really my passion. And I've done like lots of startups over the years um, from consumer internet to uh, data science research lab to an innovation studio, um, have, have a couple of small exits along the way. Really like in um, 2020, I found myself working um, at a startup studio. And so that was a was like one of my cooler things for five years. I worked at a startup studio. We were cranking out two new companies every year. Um, but we this had like sort, an of like, um, sort of like an incubator, it's an incubator. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was an incubator. I was head of product. And so, uh, what that usually meant was I, I was the head of product for every one of these companies until they oh, raised wow. money and spun out and did their own thing. So it was cool. We started off with doing software, which is what I love. Um, we really liked towards 2020 got, you know, like end of 2019, 2020 got really into consumer packaged goods, uh, which was all the rage in, in that era. And, um, I became like an expert in Shopify, which was not a thing that like I ever planned or want to or would ever want to do again. But it was like, yeah. um, you know, I, I was the product guy who knew how to use Shopify and we were spinning out these companies, some of them which were doing well. One, one is called Bellway, uh, which is a dietary fiber that you can find in every target in the in the country. Um, but, but uh, cool. Yeah. So um but it was like not like my passion is software, right? And so building um, consumer Wait, your packaged passion goods, is not isn't... dietary fiber? Is that what you're telling us today? Uh, you also, know, I do love I a good dietary fiber. I'm not going to lie. A good piece the, of software uh, is just like dietary fiber. It keeps things moving. Keeps, keeps things going. going. That's it. 
that's it. You're regular. You have a, a routine with your software. The, um, so, so it, it just sort of like came, it was just sort of coming to the end, which is like, I don't actually want to build, I don't want to ship more plastic. Uh, not the fiber was plastic, but came in plastic bottles. And, um, <laughs> and then the pandemic hit. And um, that, like, I think, like, everyone had a chance to, like, really reevaluate what you want to do, you know? And so I left the startup studio. um, I'm also an artist. And and at this time, I had an art studio um, outside. I was living in Queens. I had an art studio outside of my house. And so it's like, I left the startup studio. It was, like, pandemic. It was like there was, like, no one on the streets, you know? And I would walk over to my art studio. And I would paint every day. And explore technology and see what was out there and, and try to figure out what, what I wanted to do next. And um, I've had a lot of exposure to blockchain over the years. And so even though I wasn't working in it, I was like, you know, a, a hobbyist to some extent, much less extent than I was today, but I was a hobbyist. And so one right. day I'm like painting and I'm thinking about how do I validate these paintings? Like, cool. This seems like actually a good use for blockchain, you know? And uh, it was like through that research that I discovered NFTs. And, oh, I thought you were going to um, tell us that you and you then went on to invent NFTs. So you were just thinking, yeah, yeah, I try. I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, if Alvor invented the internet, I could have invented NFTs, you know. Um, so I, uh, so anyway, I discovered NFTs. I thought it would be really good to like validate physical paintings, and I was like not in the crypto bubble, so I was like sort yeah. of fresh eyes. Um, it turns out, like, I didn't think, you know, if there are enough of value, even today, I don't think it's a great way to validate physical works. Um, Interesting. But I, in that process, discovered digital NFTs, you know, like NFTs. And and then, like, along that journey, pretty early on, I discovered NBA Top Shot. And um, the user experience of NBA Top Shot, I'm sure still to this day, was just so good. It was just so much better than anything else I had tried in crypto. And it was like the click, like, oh, this space is ready for me. And like my talents and the way I like to design and, and create user-friendly products. Uh, I have a great, this is, this is what I think what's hook, line, and sinker, which is I was like, oh, cool. I love basketball. Wow. This is really cool. The animations are amazing. My first, uh, but, but like, I didn't, it wasn't like I heard, actually, this was before the buzz of Top Shot. So it was like still pretty early. And like, I don't even know how I found it. No one was talking about it. But I pulled this rare LeBron James card, like in oh, my wow. first $5. And, um, and I like, uh, I was like looking on their marketplace and people were selling it for like 20 grand, you know? And I just kind of assumed like none of this is real, you know? And so I, and I didn't quite realize the rareness of the carb I had. So I was like, let me just put that thing up for a thousand bucks and see what happens. What happened is it sold in like five seconds, like immediately sold, you know? Oh no. Um, You're like, wait, what have I done? (laughs) I literally, but I'll tell you, I was like, that's amazing. I literally the same day went to the Chanel store, bought my wife's shoes. I was like, oh, I did some crazy internet thing today. Like, here's the thing. Smart. But anyway, that's like, that was a smart decision. That's good, right? She's now his a big wife fan likes NFTs. She loves <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. I think it's really interesting how, like, even though many of us are, like, thoughtful participants in nouns and in blockchain now, sometimes that, that dopamine rush is really what gets a lot of people sort of hooked. And my so Top Shot was actually one of my first experiences, too, but I did I had no luck. I pulled nothing but garbage. I still enjoyed it, but it never really, like, pulled me in because I never – I never had good yeah. luck with 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 packs, but then I started getting into other NFTs. And actually, one of my first PFP NFTs during that bull run was pudgy penguins. And so I I bought this pudgy penguin, you know, for point nice. one ETH, and ended up, you know, selling it for something like four ETH. And it was a very similar experience too, where I was like telling my wife, I'm like, this penguin, like I just bought it for like ten bucks, and now I sold it for eight grand. And she's like, that's great, honey. Like 
buy me some Chanel shoes. But it, yeah. that that experience like gets you kind of hooked and then you start looking more into it and eventually find the substance. But yeah. For sure. And and even like um that moment like yeah, it was very like I, what just happened? Like how come I have a thousand like what just happened, you know? <laughs> but also it was like, oh, this is real, like this website is real, like these people buying, you know, like of course the internet and, and you know, coming from from like these uh, startup tactics where maybe everything you're saying is, is um you know, could like use tactics like a button to nowhere, like, hey, you want to buy this? Click this button. And it was like only a website and we never had the product and we just wanted to see how many people could click that button. So <laughs> I, um, so, so like, I just sort of didn't believe it. I saw this web, you know, and I saw the, the top shop market and things going back and forth. And I just assumed like, wasn't real. And so when that moment happened, it was like, oh, there's something real happening here. Wait, and, someone uh, gave me real money for this. And then in I your case, money. probably turned around and sold it for much more as well. It sounds like maybe. Yeah, I'm sure. And the other thing is, like, at the time, it's like I took that money and, like, immediately bought Chanel. But, like, I didn't realize that, like, you couldn't cash out of MBS Top Shot. <laughs> you know, there was no there was no off-ramp. Whoops. Uh, there was no off-ramp. So, basically, I just put, you know, a bunch of money on my credit card. Eventually, I had an off-ramp, and, and I, I sort of I got out at the peak peak of uh, Top Shot. But, um, so, discovered Top Shot, hook, line, and sinker, MFTs, got it, grokked it, you know, read, read all the stuff um read like a couple of sentimental pieces then just again was like in my art studio painting tweeting a lot about nft i was like super pilled right and so like i'm tweeting a lot about it and then um someone from tezos a friend of mine actually from tezos uh, a friend of mine from another life when we were like working in video games and comic books uh yeah. reached out to me and was like hey the stuff you are um tweeting about like we need someone over here to do that um, oh, wow. and so so cool. So I didn't know what Tezos was from, you know, I didn't know the difference between Tezos or whatever, uh, yeah. Madonna, whatever. Um, so I joined, uh, really totally got my feet wet because we built the NFT spec while I was there. Um, so I got to help participate in the Tezos NFT spec, minted the first NFT on mainnet, uh, oh, wow. for one reason, because I was a part of the team building it. And I just realized like we do everything on testnet. Does this really work? And then I was the first one to like mint on mainnet. Um, Providence. Built an NFT platform. Yeah, I have Providence for sure. The um the then built an NFT platform for them called Truzy. Um and then and then it just sort of like the I was working for TQ Tezos, which was like a big Tezos was like a big company in the Tezos ecosystem. And uh TQ ran out of their funding. Uh, and so like the whole thing shut down. My oh, sure. um my uh my project gets shut down and everything, right? Like like everyone gets laid off, right? And um a few things happened. One, um, <clears throat> all right, so here's a few things. When I was in the Tezos ecosystem, I was highly encouraged to not touch other blockchains. And right. this is not like the positive sum environment that a lot of the blockchains have in like a multi-blockchain world. And so I literally right. stayed away from ETH because if I did post about like an ETH NFT, I would totally get a DM from someone from the foundation being really? like, hey, you know, we, we won't really do that around here, you know? And so one, when I left Tezos, when I left Tezos, it was like, okay, cool. Now I got, now I'm very well versed in the space. You're free. You know, it's like, I know how this works. What's going on in ETH, you know? And then it was like, oh my God, everything is actually going on in ETH. Uh, so that was like <laughs> one part of it. But the second part of it was um, when I left, which was like, I don't know when it was, August 2021 or something. It was like peak mania. And uh, literally my last, I didn't tell anyone I was leaving or what was happening. And then sort of my very last day, it was a Friday. I took a couple of coffees. I had multiple job offers by the time I like went to sleep that night. 
And uh-huh. uh, part of it was um, I was just kind of we were an early NFT platform. Everyone wanted to build an NFT platform. We actually yeah. I had actually built one. Uh, so so that was cool. But also like I got all of the hype mania vibes and I wanted nothing to do with it. You know, it was like, yeah, yeah, I was reading yeah. these entrepreneurs who like raised $3 million yesterday. And, um, you know, it's like, actually a bunch of these people who were like, told me how super committed they are. It's like, I can't even find them on the internet anymore. You know, it's like totally washed out yep. in the bear market, but it was just a lot of that stuff, right? There was a lot of people looking for, for product people who knew crypto, um, yep. enough where I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to do crypto because all of this feels wrong. Yeah. Uh, and like all of these people feel wrong and these entrepreneurs are giving me bad vibes. And so um, I went to a friend's data science company and ran product there and we built some music data science products. That's a, I guess, an underrated aspect of the bear market, which is good, which is that you actually know that the people are that are sticking around and are working here, they actually, they actually care. Whereas in the bull market, they were there, but like finding them was very difficult because there's so totally, much totally. noise. So, yeah. 100, totally. Then the... um. So, so two things happened. Professionally, I was like back in data science, but then like then my nights and weekends, I was like full on ETH, full on, you know, Ethereum guy and uh, found NFTs early on. The, the ETH NFTs were like, I mean, none of them exist really anymore. You know, it was definitely like the pump and dump stuff that I didn't quite, I wasn't trying to pump and dump, you know, I didn't just didn't quite have the lay of the land. Uh, certainly yeah. like we had in retrospect. So like, but I was definitely taken by like, oh, you join these discords. There's lots of interesting people. They're trying to coordinate. There's some coordination happening here. Um, yeah. So that was that. Then I found TruckDAO, um, you know, like very, very early on. Um, discovered Juicebox, bought in, you know, had my now, my first nouns experience through TruckDAO. Uh, I didn't know you were OG experience. SharkDAO. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, not one of the founders. There were people there before me, but totally. You know, happened early days. It was like I joined SharkDAO in like September, whatever it was of that year. It was very early. And there was so much like new energy around nouns and then like so much energy happening in SharkDAO that like I couldn't keep up with the Discord. Like it was, it was just. I mean, we all probably had those experiences in the bear, in the, in the bull market where like these discords were just crazy, you know? And so I actually had tuned out of SharkDAO for a couple of months and then had come back to January of the next year and, and some of the enthusiasm had died and I was able to like become a contributor. But anyway, so, so that's exciting, doing crypto stuff at nights and weekends, uh, doing data science during the day. And then the bear market hit and I just saw all of those people get washed out, like all of the, the hucksters and carnival barkers, they all just yep. went away. Uh, and then who was left were like all of the people I wanted to work with. Um, and so like, you know, my, my CEO at the time, who was a friend, I just straight up told her like, Hey, I'm going back to cryptocurrency. I don't know how, but like the timing is right. And of course that's like a, was a contrarian move in a sense, uh, because like the bear was very obviously happening and people were She's like, Chris, are you crazy? It, you know? <laughs> it's a bull market for it science not the right, right now. Time for this. <laughs> all the, all <laughs> for the PCs science, pull sure, out but... and you jump back in. That's fantastic. And I jump back in. It's like, what, what about... Forget this AI stuff. I'm going back in. The um, <laughs> so so that was it, right? Like I just decided, like, oh, these are the builders. This is the time to build. I've seen tech cycles. This is the moment. Um, and so was just sort of my nights and weekends and NFTs and whatever the little bit of DeFi I was playing with. I knew DAOs were the thing I wanted to do. So it was like I want to go work on on um, you know software DAO software, which actually at the time was a little bit of a meme. So it was like. People are like, what do you want to do? And it's like, I want to build DAO software. I'm like, yeah, everyone's building DAO software, you know? Um, but through that, found Charmverse. Um, Alex Poom, who's the CEO of Charmverse, and met him. 
And um, actually, he was like, "We're not hiring product people, but uh, but yeah, let's let's chat." You know, let's that's chat. the mark of a good founder is we're not hiring, but let's chat. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, totally. And then I was like, "Let's have another chat." And then let and then next thing you know, um, we, you know, we just sort of hit it off. And I joined Charmverse um, maybe a year and a half ago. So and what is so Charmverse? Like second... Can you double click? Yeah, on that so Charmverse. Yeah, yeah. Charmverse is the app coordination software, or, or sometimes we call it operations software. Uh, and the elevator pitch is that it's like a Web3 Notion. And so it has a lot of the design paradigms as Notion. You have pages, you can link them, you have slash commands. If you're familiar with Notion, uh, like your day one, Charmverse is, is a good experience. But then we have some of these kind of uh, crypto, crypto features on top of it. And so one just being token gating, uh, we have bounties. We have proposals. Uh, we, we now have a forum uh, so, so people can leave their Discord and, and talk in uh, asynchronous time on, on Charmverse. Um, nice. Yeah, there's just, it's just kind of all that stuff, right? You can log into your wallet, all of that stuff. And so, um, so I joined Charmverse. It was very early, you know, have been building it um, for the last year and a half. Uh, really love the team, love the product. We now have Optimism uses it for their um, their grants council uses it for retroactive funding. We've just I saw that safe yeah. grants use yeah. it. Um, have lots of lots of DAOs use it um, for their internal operations. And so anyway, it all kind of worked out great for me because it was like I wanted to do DAOs. I built the DAO software. Our DAO software got popular. I'm now like like I'm uh, very close to so many of the, like the prominent DAOs in the space and smaller DAOs too. And yeah. uh, so one really cool thing is like I have this bird's eye view of like how lots of different DAOs operate. And yeah. um, and so it also gives me this like my one pet peeve is like people will say what DAOs can't do or DAOs are inefficient or whatever, but a million things they say. And it's like, there are so many different types of DAOs out there, right? Where people being like, these things should be more centralized. I'm like, yep, those exist. You know, these things should be more decentralized. Like those exist. It's too, like saying, know? it's but, like saying, I hate companies. Companies don't work. That's what this guy, I would say. This company LLC, went even more specifically, right? Yeah. yeah. Every DAO LLC's has different terrible. ideas of the definitions of D, A, and O. <laughs> totally. Now, I actually try not to use the term DAO anymore. Um, and, and this maybe can come to like launching, launching a couple of DAOs. Um, but um, when we launched Energy, which is the, the last kind of thing I was involved in, and obviously we'll, we'll get into this. I like yeah. my one major contribution was like, let us not call this a DAO, please. Like, let's call this a like a, a collective. We're a creative arts collective, or, or we did the exact same nature. thing. We're about to launch our TNS DAO, but it's not going to be a DAO. It's co- it's going to be called the Yellow Collective, and it's it's going to be totally. a club, an on chain club. Great. I think it's great because what happened um, with Purple, and again, I think we're getting a little ahead of myself here, is that like I realized everyone brought their DAO baggage to Purple, and it was like <laughs> if you had a bad experience. You think that's how DAOs operate, right? So like everyone brought their bad experiences to Purple. Uh, yeah. First with their resistance to it. And then like once they were in the inside, it's like, where's the constitution? It's like, oh, we're not that kind of DAO guys, you know? Um, so so the words are very There's loaded. a DAO for that. It's called uh, Constitution DAO. DAO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so anyway, now I'm at Charmverse professionally in the space that way. Uh, I'm a contributor to many DAOs. Um, None that have paid me yet, but you know, uh, it's like a, <laughs> one another day, one day. And something. Yeah, you know, there's <laughs> like a a troll in the in the nouns community. It's like a, sh- a shift of. Um, it doesn't narrow it down. I like feel for. Yeah, I know, but, but the, I blocked him so long ago that I, I don't remember. Elitus um, probably L I I T U S. That's assuming. it, right? That's it, right? So that's it. So when the public uh, public goods is this like all nouns people watch your pod here? 
that that, that uh, core. Not, yeah, not yes, yes, and no. Like we we definitely have some viewers right, yeah, cool. outside too, but yeah. All right, cool. I just didn't want to go too inside baseball without. So, so I okay. hope. Um, okay, so we probably should go a little bit into the crypto thing, but I am a delegate in nouns, and yeah. um, I sponsor a prop for Public Goods Beer, right. and uh, and the prop didn't pass. I still really loved it and wish it did. And I agree. so he I was love on. That. Um, I love that prop. Ah, uh, cool. Um, so that troll was like, have a tweet, which is like, Chris is a grifter. And, um, you know, he's like getting money from all these DAOs. Uh, you know, he was trolling like builder. He was trolling all my DAOs, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Um, mostly I just ignore the trolls, right? But I did like kind of respond. I've been responding. I had my own tweet, which was just like, hey, I've been in DAO for two years. I've never been paid from a DAO. Um, wow. And then someone sort of reached out to me and was like, hey, maybe you should. Like, this is the part of the experience that you don't, have and like you know you're like uh yeah. you know a lever you know by example a lever in purple and so maybe you should be that uh, like one tweet that like flipped my mindset which was like oh i totally do have to try that side like what's it like getting paid what's it like when you don't get paid like you know um and yeah. so this year I'm, I'm a little bit more interested in taking on small projects uh for for DAOs and and sort of experiencing that side of it too well I, we just know the rfv playbook uh, is to uh, sow a lot of discord and like I in retrospect it's like oh my god that guy is just an RFV agent because he's doing all of the things from their playbook that they've done to the other DAOs that they've rated you know Interesting. Like, you, you know yeah. especially announced DAO at the end there it was like you only had to flip a handful of votes to to like block a block a proposal right so yeah. if one or two people saw his tweet and believed that was a grifter and so therefore voted against it like RFV wins right um, yeah so yeah. By so the way, he's been, I, awfully, it took me a long he's time. been awfully quiet lately. I haven't seen anything from him in a while, interestingly enough. I mean, it's not a surprise. I, well, I learned to like about the Aragon, like how RFE kind of rated Aragon Dow. They've all yeah. sort of clicked. I'm like, oh, this is happening in now. It's like, I see it now. I see the trolls. I see what's happening in Discord. Like, this is just straight the playbook, you know? Yep. Like, they're doing it in public. We all see yep. it, you know? Um, but anyway, mm -hmm. those are... Those very are, transparent. Those those are... It was totally transparent, right? And... Um, Anyway, that's what excites times, me. Ahead. Yeah, that's what excites me about the fork. We just recorded another pod earlier today with snacks from Pizza Dow. We we talked a lot about the fork, and one of the things that we both agreed on is just like how exciting it is to just have traded the ETH that the Dow never needed for alignment that we have just not had for some time, that's, and we've been so embroiled in like yeah. this battle. You know, it really does able... feel like we're hitting a like a time machine button and just going back to a year ago. Totally. Honestly. Well, I wonder, it's like, when I, like, for, if you're not, if you're not, like, deep in nouns, this fork thing is just weird. Like, you know, yeah. not that many DAOs for, we have a mechanic that's, like, pretty novel. But I feel like from the deep outside, it feels like, oh, nouns is in stress. But in it trouble, feels like yeah. on the inside, it's like hella excitement, you know? Like, yeah. great, we're going to go do fun stuff again. You know? like, like, no, I wake no, up no, excited we've been in course. distress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but you no, know what, like, the group but chats speaking are of lit, time. that's it. Speaking of time and time and time machines, though, I mean, time will be the healer of that, you know. So over the next six months, that's when people are going to say, you know, I, I put up a meme recently about the uh, the Grinch, like looking down on, on Whoville and being like, wait, how are they still celebrating Christmas? I stole Christmas. That's going to be people in six yeah. in six months looking back on now and be like, wait, they're still they're still doing this shit. Didn't they get raided? Didn't yeah, they like, get split? Didn't they get yeah? Forked? What happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the energy, yeah. the energy is high, right? The group chats are are fun. Um, Farcaster you know, now have a... Farcaster is high energy. So, 
Let's uh, right. so let's dig into that a little bit. You are a big fan of the cool. Farcaster protocol. So how did you come across Farcaster? I I just came across Farcaster via uh, a tweet from DWR, one of the founders. I don't know him. I didn't I didn't know him at the time at all. And so like yeah. it must have been an algorithm thing or 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 a retweet or something. And uh, just you know part of uh, working in product is like I love to play with every product. And so I saw mm-hmm. it and it was interesting. And so I DM him. He sends me an invite. Uh, very early it was like I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm a sub 500 user, so I was pretty early. And but who's counting? Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know the exact number at least, you know. But but um, I joined small network. Like maybe I, I guess I was like the 500th person, right? So that's how small it is. And um, I actually didn't realize it at the time, maybe how small small it was at the time, but. What I found was like a version. It's a little different now, but it still has these vibes. But like in the very early days, it was like a very intellectual um, crypto Twitter. Um, yeah. It was like a very intellectual crypto Twitter where it was like, um, in fact, in the early days, like Brian Armstrong was in there casting, and like Pete Marco was casting. It was like, oh, these yeah. are all the people. Like you know, Jacob's been a, a big supporter since since day one. Uh, so it's like, oh, cool. These are all like the really smart crypto people. It's all very yeah. elevated. There's no dunking. They're trying to have actual conversations. And yeah. I was just like, that was it. I was that's that's what I was looking for. Like it is like a these are positive vibes. I also like unrelated to crypto or anything. It was like at the time I was feeling like Twitter was just like such negative vibes. I'll just say like having kind of deep, deep dive into Warpcast. I now believe Twitter has negative vibes by design. Um, oh, anyway, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the quote tweet is meant to make fun of people. It's like, it's designed. And certainly that's like the number one thing it's used for is to make fun of others. Yeah. Um, so anyway, to, say nothing, just like, to say nothing about the subtweet, even even more. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, so, so I find this place, it's like literally like crypto paradise. Um, it's like, you know, everyone's in there. It's very positive song. You know, people are checking out each other's projects. But then like what hit me was, there was crazy builder energy at the time that like reminded me of like the early days of Twitter when they had a really robust API and people were building lots right. of stuff and some of it was useful and some of it was just crazy and made no sense, but was creative. And I was like, Oh, all the creative hackers are here. And, uh, and then right. I, and then it's like, you know, you sort of realize like, Oh, this is, this will always be this way because no one can lock hmm. down the API. This is like, you know, it doesn't take long for you to realize like, Oh, a social protocol is probably how we should be doing this stuff. Uh, right. So I was really hooked. Um, just was a, a contributor, you know, whatever I posted through, um, you know, another couple of months after that. And then inspired by just the builder activity, like the crazy good stuff. And also, like, I'll just say today, there are venture funded companies in Farcaster. There are, are companies that have gotten, you know, individuals that have gotten large grants. Um, there's you know, revenue positive. There's just a whole mix of stuff happening like you would expect right. on any of a network. But early on, it wasn't, right? It was like, it was too small for anyone to invest in a company around. And uh, so there was just like all of this kind of like, yeah, hacking for hacking sake, uh, which is and like, And a guy making know, purple coats. Don't forget him. Don't forget Les. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, that's downstream of the story. So there's, there's a lot of like energy of hacking for hacking sake. And then I was thinking about uh, how do we retroactively fund these people and, and that's where purple DAO. and that's where purple came right so it was like how, how do we fund this stuff and you know separately i'm like still in love with nouns DAO at the time still today right at the time and um you know maybe so, sometimes people are like why would you choose purple as a nounish down i was like well it was kind of what i knew like 
if someone else started it, it may have been a juice box now. I don't know, you know? Um, yeah. So if, before we get into it, to summarize, because, uh, you know, I'm assuming most people listening to this will know what Purple Dow is, but for anybody who doesn't. Yeah. You know, two second, two two minute pitch of what Purple Dow is. And no, I like two seconds. Exists. Two seconds. Go. <laughs> two two seconds. second pitch. Uh, it's purple. <laughs> purple is not a Dow. Done. There we go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, purple and Dow is uh, yeah, so, That's that's it. <laughs> so purple is a Namish Dow whose goal is to help proliferate the forecaster ecosystem and community. And um, what that really means is like we fund projects in, in on the forecaster protocol uh, with a goal of growing that protocol um, and, and spreading the meme of Farcaster in a sense, right? Um, so, so like, I actually just was like a cast. It was like, hey, let's do, like, a Namish DAO and, like, let's fund, uh, let's, like, fund the builders doing all this cool stuff, you know, in an altruistic way. And um, it just resonated, you know? It was just, like, it just, like, you know, I don't know, I've come to think of, like, now tweets and, and um, sorry, posts and Tests as like these constant trial balloons, and it's like, yeah, you throw out ten, and nine of them are duds, and then one of them just catches fire, and next thing you know, you have a new down, you know. Um, how many? Yeah, so, how many stories started with? It all started with a post. It all started with. I a mean, cast. it all started with a tweet. In a lot of ways, it's like how do you like? Um, First, there was pronouns. Totally. Yeah. Yep. I think um, my theory behind that a little bit is um, is just kind of being deep into meme theory, and then thinking about memes is like like very expansive like democracy is a meme you know it's like it's not a real thing it's a meme we all like kind of agree that it's a thing that we want to propagate um and i think like you can actually like it's very hard to create a meme from scratch right you know like trying yeah. to manufacture a meme i think that probably never works uh but you know a tweet or a cast can sort of like you, you know it's a thought but then all of a sudden your thought is a meme because you realize right away like oh there are other people who want to do this you know um yeah and so that's how it started. A couple of people slid into my DMs and were like, hey, let's do this. Uh, in fact, a couple of like smart contract devs were like, cool, I'm already forking the nouns contracts. Uh, like, we'll just spin up this thing, right? It was like maybe little noun, little noun-ish. And, um, and then also Jacob then joined the chat and said like, hey, we're building nouns builder. You guys should launch on this. Um, and so... Jacob is so great really for that. I don't know how he has the time for that, but he, he is such a good... Um, finger on the pulse of what's going on in nouns and in some of the other Ethereum ecosystems. And he's so good for reaching out. He's done yeah. it to me several times as well. When he see, like, for example, yeah. when we started doing this podcast, you know, he, he saw that we were doing, he reached out right away and he was like, you know, why aren't you putting these as 1155 collection on, on Zora? And I was like, you know what? I, I don't know. No, actually, I did have an answer for him. The reason why we weren't doing it is because they were too big. So this is a video pod. Even if we, we yeah. even if we do it at 480p, it's going to be like two gigs probably by the time we're done. And the limit was one gig. So I, I told him that. I was like, we would love to, but, you know, I don't really see the, the value in just doing like an image thumbnail representing a podcast. If it's going to be the podcast, it should be the podcast. And he said, well, basically, you know, hold my beer. And the next day he came back and he was like, okay, yeah, two gig, two gig limit, let's do it. So I love Jacob that, for that. That's He's not always... an exaggeration, by the no, way. It was, it literally, was literally the next day. The no, next day. <laughs> yeah. Look, I here's my one take on Jacob, which is like when he suggests, he never tells you to do anything. He's just like, <laughs> he suggests things you should do. You should yeah. always do that. Like, don't think do too hard about it. Like, the guy... Yeah. The guy who is on the zeitgeist told me to do a thing. Uh, he, he was actually sentinel on a couple of a couple of things we did for purple. So, so anyway, purple gains momentum. Builder Dow joins the scene. Uh, not Builder Dow. Now it's Builder joins the scene. Uh, we're like 
aggressively testing it and testing that. We, we have a telegram that started to grow. It's about 200 people. And uh, my very first artwork was nouns with a purple shirt. Um, it was actually a purple shirt with a forecasted logo, but it was all of the other traits of nouns. I think mean, Jacob was the one who was like, this should just be a purple square. And, really? uh, and I was like, funny. yeah, and I thought a lot about that. No, no, it can't be a purple square. And then decided like, yeah, it should be a purple square. So we launched that. Right. And then, and like right away it, um, I get the, I mean, obviously I could speak about purple for days, but like right away, the first one went for like three ETH and then the second one went for like two ETH. And then it was like those first 20 tokens were like, I was like, I wanted to join my DAO, you know? So it was like, I wound up <laughs> like selling all these NFTs to like giving them yeah. ETH to go join the DAO I just created. And then, um, so really, we like amassed the treasury. Like, that's a fantastic yeah, sign, by the way. Yeah. Hey, Lita. You, you know you've hit market fit if you make it down. You can't even get you in. Can't afford to join. Hey, hey Lita, check this out. I had to, yeah. I had yeah. to sell yeah. all these NFTs to join my own DAO. <laughs> Just to join my own DAO. That's how much of a grifter I am. The, um, <laughs> the. So that's the first point token just popped. So next thing you know, we're like less than a month into it. We have a real treasury. Um, and then that sort of is a self-perpetuating machine, right? And and um, actually, it's not. Like, I'm a big proponent of the Nouns flywheel. And so what I was doing, like, my activation energy was like, we need to do stuff. Like, you do stuff with your treasury. People see you doing stuff. And then people join. And that really worked in the early days. And, you know, we, like, retroactively funded. That was, like, the, my favorite prop and the favorite thing we did was, like, our very first retroactive funding round we got to pay the people who inspire us to do this in the first place, you know? That's um, cool. So we are right now, we have a retroactive funding round, which uh, is uh, submissions closed. On Yesterday, Boeing opened on Prop House. Um, and, uh, and it's super cool still that it's still going and we get to, and, and, and it's just like, there were just there's so much creative energy happening on Farcast and so much building. Um, now, like we still get to do that, but that very first time was like a cool, like the five winners were like the five were the reason why we started this thing in the first place. Um, so that's just, I guess, brings cool. you up on, on Farcaster. Farcaster, what is it today? It's still what I described. It's like um, the common interest of everyone is that, um, you know, I'll just, for, if, if people aren't aware, like Farcaster is invite only, um, not for long, but it's invite only. It's highly curated by DWR. In the early days, you had to DM him, and then he would often say, like, give me your GitHub, you know, or, like, show me your crypto projects. And so it was all, it was like, civil resistant via DWR. So all real people, uh, all who love Ethereum, um, all who were, like, working on real things, right? And yeah. then we had invites. So we got to invite our friends, but, you know, we, we all kind of did the same thing. And so it is a small social network. Uh, it's a social protocol, but there's a you know uh, an app called Workcast, which is the social network on top of it, and um, it's still that. If you're that, listening, right? it's still like, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not on Farcaster, and you own a little noun or a Nomo noun, you know, drop into our our DMs because we can get you an invite and get you on Farcaster. So before it before, yeah, before it closes, too. before it closes to invites, which is That's soon, right. I think, right? Which is soon October. Um, but it, so it's a, it's really just like, um, it's, it's like one way is like, oh, it's like a crypto Twitter or it's like a Twitter thing. But the, the thing that's harder to describe is like the culture is just radically different. It's like a positive place. Like, yeah. um, there's not a lot of dunking, you know, there's not, you know, it's not like that stuff doesn't exist at all, but it's like much more positive and sort of the leaders in that community all kind of lead by example with, with positivity. And so it's like a very yeah. different feel to it. And then recently they launched the channels feature which is um, almost like subreddits. 
and you can cast into a channel and you can read just the channel. And, very, yeah, very much really early Reddit, uh, very much early Reddit vibes for sure. Reddit like, has changed really a lot. Energy. Mm-hmm. And so like I follow like NBA on it and NFL and, and like what Purple has done channel. Nouns have a channel. Like Optimism has a channel. Like just people interested in EZM have a channel. Um, and so now it's like um, that same kind of good vibes, good people now across many interests that become really easy to find. Um, so that's what Far- that's a long way of saying what Farcast is. We love the Farcaster around here. And now, uh, speaking of builders, uh, Bill, who's very, you know, very active builder in Farcaster and also a member of Purple Dow, is building a Spaces product as well. So we're going to be doing yeah. some some testing with uh, Abura, I think it's called, um, and it's, yeah. it's basically another another app on top of the protocol that's going to allow you know some some kind of a Spaces like product. Yeah, I've used it. It's it's pretty fantastic. Um, you know, there's a lot, like, the thing about Farcaster is, um, like, there's lots of these decentralized socials, uh, from Blue Sky to whatever, even Threads, maybe, in theory, uh, Macedon, um, Nostra, uh, I think Lens and Farcaster fall in, in a similar category, where one of the things that's really powerful is, like, your wallet is connected to your account. And right. um, so therefore there's like things you can do. Like um, I can create a whitelist of everyone who follows me, uh, you know, an allow list. Uh, yeah. So then I can mint an NFT and everyone who follows me gets it for free. Everyone else has to pay. Yeah. Um, the the Warpcast app looks at your wallet for certain things. When a vote goes up uh, in purple, all of the members get a notification. Yeah, um, which is awesome. When I mint need, something. Amazing. We need to get that hooked up for nouns because it doesn't do that yet. And we need it to. Totally. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I think Alpha Caster, which is also built by Bill, uh, and I love Alpha Caster, but we need it built into Warpcaster. I think would be amazing. Yeah, once the once Warpcaster starts sending notifications to Purple members, our like voting engagement, like like five X maybe, you know, because you can it's vote like right in the app essentially, right? It, it actually you? kicks you out to Alpha Caster. You click the okay. notification, Alpha Caster comes up, you vote. Uh, it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty smooth. Um, but yeah, and then um, let me just like just to rewind. Part of this history is that Purple was the first DAO to launch on Nouns Build. Um, just was. It's not like a, a point of pride or anything. It's no like flex. Nah, a bit and, of a flex. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, look, I was the first one to press that button to play the contract, and I remember being very scared of like what is about to happen. You know. <laughs> uh, this is actually it's it, it, just to prove how early it was. I remember the day that it launched. Um, I hadn't really been following the nouns builders super closely because I was working on like other stuff. And when it launched, I was so confused because I thought I like, I heard people talking about builder DAO and, but the first thing I saw was purple DAO and I like confused the two. I was like, why is it yeah. like that? Why are they all talking about far? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, why did purple yeah, DAO right. beat builder DAO to their own DAO? How'd they, how'd they do that? This is the real question. It's because um Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nouns.build was yeah, yeah, cool. Nouns.build was made by Zora. So one hundred percent. Zora built that. Right. And um Builder DAO did not exist. Um so that's why it was like, well the company behind it was you know, the builders behind it was Zora. The first DAO yeah. was purple. And then Zora had like um I'm sure I'm sure this is always their plan, but then they started like motivating to like make sure that the protocol builder DAO uh, sorry, Nouns Build Protocol was um, controlled by a DAO. And so that was how BuilderDAO happened. And then 
of course, there was a, a big announce prop and they got funded and then uh, and then Bellow Down was a thing. So October 25th is Purple's one year anniversary. Um, and, you know, it's also kind of announce builders one year anniversary. And yeah. so the protocol hit, hit mainnet. Uh, so that's coming up. Very cool. Exciting. Are you guys doing anything special? Yeah, so we're motivating around now what we're going to do, but we're definitely going to celebrate. We've got a couple of options. We'd like to do some, like, real-life activations. Um, we always sort of, like, um, Purple should always be supporting Farcaster. And so to, like, throw ourselves a party is, like, a very awkward position for us. And right. so it's just sort of, like, October 25th should be a day we all celebrate Farcaster. And, um, you know, day. I think a prop pass for the Fark Day. And the... Um, what, what what we would like to do is some combination of lots of meetups and parties all over the world, whether they're different parties or bigger things, and then some flagship kind of IRL event in LA, and then figure out the online version of that for all of the members who aren't in one of those cities. I will be one of them, actually, um, to like, you know, have a speaker from LA live stream in and then have someone from New York live stream in. So we're going to figure out how to throw the appropriate party and then also to honor BuilderDAO and Nouns Builder, which is, um, you know, again, it's their first day. And all of the, you know, we want to honor all of the people who won grants from Purple and celebrate them and, and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I think it could be really cool. fun. Cool. Did you that see the meme awesome. that Volky posted recently? It was like, you fork, we fark, we are not the same. I did do that. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about another not Dow, Dow, uh, Energy, which is uh, yeah. one that you just you just launched recently, which I think was one of the first L2 DAOs, if not the first L2 DAO to be launched using Nouns Builder. You love yeah. getting that provenance. I think it was the first, again. Was it the first we one? Do. Yeah, yeah. I think like I am, um, to some extent, it's like I'm either fearless or stupid. And I <laughs> Why see not a new both? thing. It's like, how often kidding. those two coincide? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like a few things, actually. It's like you can only learn by – well, I learn by doing, so that's number one, right? And it's like, yeah, it, uh, you know, action produces information, and I'm not always going to sit around and wait for other people to do it, you know, to, to learn through watching other people do it. Worst and case so, scenario, you learn. It, totally, right? And it's like, you, you know, I guess this is probably like being in the startup industry for so long. Like failure is like – that's the most likely That is a result. Case. <laughs> but not, not only is it a result, it is like probably what's going to happen. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like you're you're trying to be the one percent success. Like think of all the DAOs. Nouns is the one percent, right? Um so so you know, you just at some point actually, you're like really uh, you just get comfortable it's with that. Soon to be half of one percent actually, but it's okay. It's, yeah, that's right. point, yeah. So one point five percent at the moment. <laughs> yeah. The um so 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 energy is sort of the latest thing I did and um this also started with a tweet. I think it was still called Twitter then. And uh, it was the day Zora Network launched. And um, I don't know, I just really grokked the OP stack and the super chain, like immediately was struck by that vision. And we had, um, uh, we had Benji was, on our podcast two weeks ago. He was incredible. Amazing. We had a, yeah. a huge yeah. talk about, about the super chain and all that stuff. So OP stack. Yeah, amazing. And then like, as an artist, I like love Zora um, and, and everything they've been doing. And, you know, it's like a little kind of Zora ecosystem community. And so I was really excited to see when uh, Zora Network launched. And again, I tweeted like someone should create purple for Zora Network uh, with a goal to just, yeah. To, to, devs do something. To, devs do something. Devs do something. Yeah. Dow do something. The, yeah. uh, so someone should create purple for energy, for, for Zora Network and fund 
Arbis and Crave Technology uh, on the Zora network. And that was like, you know, a little mini viral thing. And um, not, and even though, like, yeah, so what happened was like all of the people I like love in the Zora community started commenting. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. You should do it. You should do it. And then I was basically saying like, no, no, I never will start it out again. Like, I'm done like that. I, Purple the, what we haven't talked about is like the craziness of starting it down and, and sort of the um, emotionally taxing experiences you have um, as a co-founder of a DAO. And so I was like, nope, nope, someone else should do this. Like, I'm definitely not doing it, you know, like, no. Um, and over time, like, like, they just kept coming into my, the same people just kept coming into my DMs. Like, all right, are we going to do this? Like, are we going to do it? And then um, one of the ideas in that initial I basically like when in the initial phase when people were like, you should start this. And I was like, Hey, I'm willing to be like one of many people who did this. And, <laughs> um, and in fact, purple, we had three co-founders in purple, but, but the day of launch and that whole week and everything, there were two co-founders startup was imploding. And so they just sort of disappeared. And so for, for practical purposes, I was like a solo founder of it and then had some like behind the scenes, emotional support from them, which was great and, and value, of course, you know? Uh, but I like just full on took it on. I was like, I was the one on the Twitter spaces, on the video chats. Like you've just, been just voluntold. To, like, I was just, <laughs> yeah, I was just nouns advocate that I never knew that I was going to be, uh, which is just, actually just a point. Like, I think people maybe understand nouns a little bit better now, but uh, one of the crazy things about launching purple was I was in Farcaster, which is like maybe the most sophisticated Ethereum community you could be in. And yeah. no one knew how nouns that worked. Really, and man? I had like the assumption that everyone again. This is um, you know, a year a year from yeah. So like crypto time's crazy, you know. But that was like only a year ago today. But a year ago today, it was like yeah, all these people didn't know how it <laughs> in worked. the old days. And so a year ago, yeah. And so I spent a tremendous amount of time just teaching people what what was happening, how this stuff worked, how I can't even rug you if I wanted to, you know. And <laughs> I was like one of the Chris's. Chris is just gonna rug you all, and it's like that's not really how this thing works, you know. Um. And like explaining the smart contract to people. So, um, so anyway, fast forward to, to Zora Network. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. And then people were really, were really like pushing on me. And it was like, okay, cool. I'll be one of like a huge group of people to do this. And then someone had suggested it should start with 10 founders. And the very first thing we should do on day one is vote away the founder allocation. And I was like, oh, that's super interesting. And like, that's something I can get on board with. You know, it's like, yeah. so you have stewards. Um, you have 10 people who are, who are uh, invested emotionally and obviously with the token. Um, and, and you have like these early stewards who can like shape the community. And the fact that it was like the hit list of Zora people that like I collect their NFTs and stuff. Uh, I was like, hey, cool, this could really happen. I still was like, great, someone should do that. I'll be one of those people, you know? Um, but then like, you know, the DM starts flying in and then, you know, I'm a member of BuilderDAO. So I see the L2 stuff getting built and I realized it was getting close to launch. And then it was like, okay, I'll create the Telegram group. I'm not, I'm not uh, starting this now. <laughs> by the way, Chris, j just as an aside, this is what you're describing here is one of the main things that I'll say back to someone when they say, you know, you don't share your ideas because people will steal them. Like in CC, you know, as an yeah, argument against CC zero, don't, don't share true, your yeah. ideas. Like people, I wish people would steal my ideas, you know, because people just yeah. don't do things generally. And so, if you are a doer, yeah. you do never need to worry about sharing your ideas in public because. Daily. Definitely. You will always do them before anyone else gets around. Anyway, uh, a million percent. And um, I was always like, "Someone else do this," you know. And they're like, "Great, when are you going to do it?" It's like, "No, no, you're you're missing a word." No, there. I meant you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Devs, so do something. I, uh, yelled at the mirror. Devs, do something. And so then I created I created Telegram, 
uh, which is easy. And um, and then all those people flooded in, and, and we actually have a live, like a lot of people flooded in. And then we were sort of workshopping it on uh, in, a, in a Google Doc or something. And um, and yeah, I mean, the day just came where where BuilderDAO was launched uh, on Zora Network and Optimism and Base, and we were just sort of in position to launch. And so we did. The goal always was to um, fund artists and creative technologists uh, on the Zora Network. It's obviously, like pretty expansive mission, I think. Um, and it just so and and oh here's the other here's the kicker, purple I, I like I made the artwork with the purple square right um the um through this sort of like made, Telegram group made I I'm made it it's CCO if anyone wants purple it's yours wield no, the color no right reserved that's right uh, actually can you do that yeah, again but say zero rights reserved please we need those oh, that's for the clip. yeah that's right so zero rights reserved the um <laughs> the Oh, so and when this Telegram group happened, one of the really talented artists, uh, a guy named Oxen. Oxen is like, I would call him like the resident Farcaster artist. Like he was, you know, I was early in Farcaster. He was already minting Farcaster artwork before I even joined, you know. Wow. Um, so he joined and, uh, he, you know, he had been a Purple member, but we didn't really know each other that well. And so he just like got really inspired and started making art. And then I got a little chance to like collab with him. And then here's the thing. He did all of the work. That's, I mean, I think I should like... Like it came to a point where he did so much work that it was like, okay, got it. I need to be the one to get this over the finish line because this guy just did so much work, you know. On the art and, specifically, uh, is that what you mean? On, on the art, yeah, on yeah. the artwork, uh, like like so many hours, right? Um, our artwork for Energy is beautiful. There it it's, is um, agreed. You yeah, know, different types of zorbs on different types of backgrounds, and um, it's just really, really great. And so while I'm seeing this, it's like uh, artwork is really beautiful, but then I'm also seeing like the hours he's putting in, and it's like, okay. I can like pretend I'm on the sidelines for so long. Uh, and it's like, I see this guy grinding. It's like, I'm going to help. I know how to do this. That's the other thing. It's like, I've launched these. Um, so, and everyone else was kind of passive, but people were, you know, helped with the docs and everything, but, you know, just kind of passive. And um, so totally, he, I mean, he really did almost everything. Uh, and then it was like, cool, like, great. You, you should launch this thing. And then he had asked me like, can you launch it? You know, like, I don't want to <laughs> screw something up. And um and whatever so i was like yeah cool the, re the rest is history <laughs> yeah well the, <laughs> the thing is that so now i have prominence uh as the first uh l2 um builder dow even though this i think is, someone this has been the work, how chris you know? carella founded another dow he didn't this mean is, to found this is it that's Part right two. and then we we totally did the first um you know we actually started with 13 stewards we called the sort of the co-founders 13 stewards the first uh you know deployed the main net all 13 people get a token and then i like immediately put up a vote to disband the founder allocation and so that's like the status we're in and like i'll just tell you the pros and cons of this the pros is like we started with just like a great group of people that you want to be in the dow yeah. um the cons is like something i hadn't fully considered people were coming to me afterwards and they were like yeah it's just not that sexy to buy token 14. you know like like uh and like if you think about like yeah. in, in purple like those first 20 tokens went for a premium, literally like after token 20, the price like came down a lot, right? Because like you weren't one of the first 20, whereas like we didn't even give people the chance around energy. It was just like, oh, there you go. Token 14's out there, you know? Like That's interesting like, because we're planning to do something very similar for our uh, collective. And so maybe we'll reconsider that. I wonder if there's a way you could do like the first 20 as provenance and then like do an airdrop to your 
you know, to your founders afterwards. Yeah, maybe it's like a, through a proposal, you can make an airdrop. You know, what we did with Purple was we just had a founder multi-sig because we just copied what everyone else in the nouns world was doing, you know, yeah. like yeah. What, what nouns did and, and what little nouns did. And I like totally regret that because it's like, um, I don't know, because multi-sigs are not good. And if you have one founder who's not that engaged, it's like pretty complicated. And then also like we couldn't vote as individuals. We like, had to vote as a group. And which, yeah, I think the are, which are still, that, but, still struggle with that sometimes. Right. Yeah. They're pretty good at it. It's pretty hard. Um, whereas like it totally is better that you just give everyone their own token and then they can vote. And then by the way, me and you as founders can have different opinions and now we can vote differently, right? Yeah. Uh, it is just a it is just a better way. And then like, I again, even think like nouns, in we've started to see more of that with like Seneca and, and four forty one splitting their votes off and voting individually yeah. more. Yeah. 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 Um but but I think like I probably I couldn't figure out a way, like you guys should think through a creative solution. I couldn't I still can't think of a good way to do it. One is that, which is like you after the tenth one is minted or something, you put up a prop to airdrop back on everyone. That assumes that you are in the DAO. Uh, that also assumes that the other nine people think this is a good idea at this point. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a bit of a risk. So, I guess. Not without risk. It's not yeah. without risk, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, you still have the right people. It's, like it still seems worth it. You know, you definitely lose some of that like hype. And by the way, purple was hyped. Not like by any strategy. With, like there was no hype beast strategy around this thing at all. But like when yeah. I look in retrospect, like we launched purple, it was hype. We launched energy, it was not as hype. I could just see the difference between the two of them, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Purple had so, the, has an unfair advantage of being built on top of a protocol that people are excited about. That's yeah. a big boost for us. Well, I mean, Zora yeah. also people are excited about, but maybe it's not a social true, network. True. So, yeah. Purple or, was, or like L2s was maybe need a little bit things, more time. By the environment it was in. Like it, it didn't, yeah. it didn't, you didn't need to hype purple because everybody was already hyped. They were just looking for an outlet. That's really it. Yeah. 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 Cause we're also going to be on an L2 as well. We haven't quite decided which of the OP stacks we're going to be launching on. We've been going back and forth. Although I might've had an epiphany while we were recording this podcast. I think we might, <laughs> I think we might launch on base because we, we've been thinking, we've been thinking of it different ways. One is to launch on optimism because our, our daily edition uh, collection, we migrated to optimism a couple months back. So some, there's some argument to be had for keeping things consistent. And, uh, but then all of our podcasts that we're on right now, these are minted on Zora because it just felt right to mint them on Zora. Zora is like a creator's platform. It's about media. And so then we were thinking, well, you know, the new DAO should it also be on Zora? Cause it's like, it's our, our collective is going to be all about supporting <clears throat> artists and supporting content creators ah, cool. as, as well in the nouns community. And then, but now I'm wondering, maybe base is the way because first of all, our our, our meme is going to be the yellow collective. So definitely taking a page out of your book, your book at, at purple, Great. it's just going to be a yellow logo with a you know very faint noggles on it, um, and that kind of like matches the the on chain summer yellow meme. And at that yeah, point, yeah, cool. at, uh, at that point, we would have Nomo on optimism, all of our podcasts on Zora and our DAO on base. On Maybe base, that's yeah. kind of fun as a way of like the collect all the, all the L2 infinity stones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, this is literally doing <laughs> it live. You know, maybe I'll cut yeah. this out and post, but it's sometimes fun to think through these well, things. Well, yeah, I mean, like I have a lot of thoughts on, and some experience now on L2s. And one, I'll just say like, like I deployed, I don't know how much I deployed, the, how much it cost to deploy the purple contract, but I remember being like, ouch. like 300 gosh, bucks, no probably 400 bucks. Yeah. 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 Um, I deployed energy for like less than $5. 
Um, I put up a prop for three cents. Uh, I voted for five cents. You yeah. know, so it's like it totally changes the equation. So, so I'm a big supporter of um, of DAOs on L2s with the kind of only argument to not do it is that people still believe NFTs have provenance on Ethereum. And so your DAO's NFT will have more provenance on Ethereum. I do not subscribe to that. I, I think, think it's like going to change, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why I think that's going to change is because I used to be one of those people, and I'm not anymore. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to imagine yeah. in 2024 people minting NFTs on Ethereum. You know, it's like, it's like things have changed. But here's like my next piece of, of, uh, of learning that you should think through. Because your, your treasury is a smart contract, it only exists on the network you deploy it to. And so in your sort of it's example, you, maybe you're, you now have your treasury in base, right? right. And then you want to do a drop proposal. It has to be on base. There's no way you yeah. drop proposal on another L2. Not yet, um, anyway. But yeah, not yet. Uh, Maybe we'll, future we'll, in yeah. the super chain, so, but in this, yeah, totally that. Or even there's some proxy contracts that that maybe look promising. But yeah. the um, what we did at Energy was, um, you know, we launched Energy. We we're excited. The artwork's amazing. Coinbase launches on chain summer, like three days later. (laughs) And it was like, we just felt so drowned out. (laughs) Yeah. We just felt like so drowned out and, um, love the base team, love Jesse. Like we were all kind of coordinating. Like everyone knew all this stuff was happening. So I don't feel like, but I don't think I expected the tsunami that on chain summer was going to create in the first couple of weeks, especially. And so we were feeling really bummed. And then, um, and then a certain, you know, master of the zeitgeist, was like, hey, you guys should just drop a base NFT for on chain summer, and so right. we did, right? So we dropped um, we dropped our summer Zorb, and we had like five thousand mints. Uh, it was all free with the Zorb protocol rewards, and Brian Armstrong retweeted it and stuff. So like, it was like very successful. But the problem yeah. was is that um, the DAO doesn't have provenance because we couldn't drop it from Zora onto base, right. Right. and so. So me and, and Oxen sort of worked on it, and then I was like, "Dude, you should you should do it," you know. And then he's like, "No, you do it." And so even that one, it's like actually it just is under my ENS. Um, but what and... you could do, what you could do, and it's not perfect, but I mean, you could have an ENS that's owned by the DAO on Zora, and then just have a subdomain that's that's tied to a wallet. And yes, it's not real because yeah. someone controls the keys to that that's not the DAO, but at least the ENS could be, you know, yeah. ba- I mean, base base dot energy. Totally. Not ETH. And, and maybe that's the thing. They're like, the, the park does that. The park, which is a, a band yeah. and a music We, lo- we love the park. Right? Yeah. We love the park. And uh, you should have them on the show for sure. They're the best. Let's the, do it. But, um, they have oh, the sure. park.eth. Yeah, they're really great. They, the park.eth is just, I think, a wallet uh, that is controlled by someone. And then there's the treasury and like these aren't like commingled funds, you know. But it's like sometimes you just do stuff from the wallet because it's easier. I mean, we do that too. Um, like we have we have mint dot the noun square dot eth, which we is a subdomain yeah, yeah. controlled by me, and it just it's just to facilitate putting stuff like this on Zora because, like, like you said, it's really difficult to Fair to right. work with so that great. provenance. So, yeah. uh, now I'm in a situation where we never put an end date on that NFT. Um, as long as if you think about this now, like in the Namish model, ultimately it's like, this is my initiative. I did it permissionlessly. The art was CCO. It was yeah. like, you know, everyone was excited in energy, but no one passed the prompt for this or anything, right? I just kind of did it. And um, I never put an end date and it still keeps minting. And it's so like these protocol fun. rewards. Yeah, amazing. Oh, and like, so these right. protocol rewards are like racking up, right? So it's like every time I log into Zora because I want to mint something, it's like, I see this big number. It like base rewards. I'm like, oh, those aren't actually mine. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> Damn the, it. They're the DAOs, right? And so 
Then, by the way, it's just a little bit of um, acrobats to get money yeah. from Zora. No, no, money from base over into Zora smart contract. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is like I'm in a situation where it's like, and then I mint another free mint base NFT and um, just just for fun. And um, it, it didn't like go sell a lot, but like I could no longer tell the difference between the protocol rewards, you know, like, yeah. and, and so I was like, oh, Oops. so basically it's like, okay, so from my main EMS wallet, I can no longer mint on base on Zora because I want all of, you know, I just want to follow yeah, This is a good argument to have energy. used like a subdomain or something on a, on totally a we should have done that. Totally yeah. Done that. Fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. I, need, I need my soundboard. I don't have it up for anywhere that <laughs> just going no, to do it This is a sound. no soundboard zone. We too many soundboards at uh, on the noun square, so the zero <laughs> rights reserved is a no soundboard zone. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, That's what do you what are your thoughts on the nouns fork? I've, I've been asking people that have come on the show about it because obviously it's a very prescient piece of, of uh, drama that's happening in the nouniverse. So, what are your thoughts on on the fork and and What's your outlook going forward? By the time this drops, by the way, the fork will be in it the rearview mirror. Um, it will have happened. So, so what do you hope the, the next six one. months look like? Yeah, the first fork. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so here's what I think. I think forks are like, in the abstract, are good and um, and are like a, a positive something. And then, you know, one can imagine two nouns styles doing great work. It's better than one nouns style doing great work. And uh, one could hope. So. so you know, people often ask me about purple, and um, I always say, like, well, if Farcaster gets as big as Twitter, there's going to be a thousand purples because it's just way too big for any one organization, right? You already um, so had like, a, I believe a, in, you already had a copycat, not a fork. We, but... had a, we did have a short list, yeah, short lived one, but but um, the so so like I'm I'm pro fork as like a mechanic. Um, I think there's there's a lot of good that comes from forks, and it's like you know, obviously it comes a little bit from the open source world, but really it feels like this crypto native thing we have that we can fork. I think, um, you know, of course, like, you know, now before we talked about minority protections and all that stuff and totally all that stuff is great. And then I think about like the current fork is there are actually people who, um, who I've spoken to who like, they just need the money, right? Like they just, um, or it's not like they don't need, you know, there, there are financial concerns, right? They have like real financial concerns. Now it hasn't been going the way they wanted. And so they're yeah. out. And I'm like pretty happy for those people uh, to be able to like reclaim what they wanted to reclaim. They're all like, you know, positive vibe people. Like, you know, surprising number of good people. Um, none of the like the yeah. core, core people, but I know some of those people who are like, I, I get it, you guys. I, I see why you're doing this. So, I mean, there's been so, there's been some surprises for sure. Like there's been some people who've joined that, right. that I didn't expect to see in there. Yeah. Yeah. And so one... I'm happy for some people who like just needed to get out. Um, and now they have like a real serious mechanism to get out. I'm not psyched that it was like all coordinated by uh, an attack, right? Like that's yeah. like the, of course, the subcontext. And so like I sort of weigh those two things, which is like, well, mostly it's terrible that, you know, it's like, it's like positive that we have a forking mechanic and that this is an option and that things that yeah. fork is happening. Like there's a lot of good to that. And then there are some people I'm happy for who get out when they have to get out. And and now there's like a good way to do that. But then the subcontext of the whole thing is that it was like a six month long attack that not only stole money from um, early nouns contributors who paid far more than 35 yeah. ETH for their nouns, 
was like and just some of them will never them. and some of them will never get over that you know like obviously like beautiful nfts is definitely done with nouns and you know you can think yeah. what you want about about him he has some interesting methods uh but uh yeah. there are others like him i'm sure i know zykes zykes who who bought the first noun for 600 eth popped up out of the out, out of the ether when when wag was talking about the fork and he was kind of like what the hell's going yeah. on so i mean yeah of course if you're, if you're putting yourself I mean, in, in be, those shoes like, yeah but to your point it's, though i i do kind of agree that it sucks that you know the rfe raiders got what they wanted ultimately but the silver lining i guess when i look back on it is that at least nouns reacted to this existential threat in a way that's constructive both for nouns and for hopefully future DAOs, both nounish and, and otherwise incredible. at least we at least we took that threat and we said okay how can we how can we put energy into making a solution that maybe could in the future right. protect a real a real honest minority who needs yeah. to leave a DAO? And so, you know, I'm happy that there's that constructive energy coming out of it at least. Totally. And like, you know, the Burbs team did just heroic work. And yeah, yeah. You know, felt like a, maybe at the last minute they got thrown under the bus a little bit. Like, why do we even have a fork? And it's like, well, guys, we've been talking about this for six months. Like, you know, uh, but, but um, those guys are heroes. They, they, and, they uh, held so a snapshot all that great... vote and everything. So, like, I don't totally, know why anybody right? was surprised. Was the, people, was surprised. The, the reason they were surprised is because they were gone, right? I mean, the person who was most, yeah, just paid who was most again, just was yeah. not, not here in WAG's defense. And, yeah, like, yeah. you know, so. But I mean that's crypto but, sometimes. But then I'll just up. say like um, the last—it's hard to put a time on it—but like maybe the last six months just hasn't been the most fun time to be in nouns. Every prop I put up got got defeated actually, um, and it totally like you just look at it and it's like okay, RFD votes no, and can you get enough actual nouns people nouners to vote yes to you? You know that was the whole game, um, yeah. and then RFD is seeding Discord, and so like you only you know you lose one person. One good guy, and it like it really messes up your whole thing, and that's it was their whole strategy, right? And yep. um, so, all that being said, it, it, it was it was tiring, and and it wasn't the most fun time being down. That being said, it's like there's still so much good stuff. Like I go to East Denver and hang out with the Nars guys, and you know, like you're meeting Namish people. The people are so good, right? You're meeting good people. The other thing that is like is always forgotten is like no one needs money to do nouns anything. Like the treasury no. is just the treasury. It's like. You know, you guys do stuff. You're wearing novels right now. It's like you know, it's like it doesn't. There were, none of this stuff yeah. requires a treasury. I was uh, on a Twitter so Spaces people... yesterday on the roundtable, and, and we were talking about the fork. They had invited me and Prof Reuter and Forty One Fifty Six on to talk yeah. about it. It was a really good conversation. And one thing I didn't get a chance to butt in on just because of the way the convo went, but I, I had wanted to was that um, Began, the host, was like, "Well, what if in the future I wanted I want to do you know a fork of nouns to do a certain type of." investment or whatever now i can just fork and, and go and do that and and now i can choose whether i want to leave or not and i wanted to butt in and be like well just as a reminder like it's still an open source protocol it's still a cc0 art like you yeah, don't need your to thing take, and slap some you don't need to take a part of the treasury with you every time you have an idea you know you can just go do it and if it's a good right, idea totally. it should it should even be if you to wanted to you could just submit a proposal that too sure yeah there's, totally, a, there's totally. other ways like, but like but so my my blame a little bit is like even though those guys were I don't know maybe they were women all those women those RFB women were were blocking the somehow all I doubted, of the props yeah. they weren't hey you know just give them their due the um the like the fun stuff that was happening was like someone giving me stickers like 
you know, going to FWB Fest and someone handing me uh, a pin, you know. And so it's like that. The community was still there. The vibe was there. So there was still a lot of that fun. But then the on-chain part was not fun. And um, and, and I had mentioned before, it's like that meta is shifting. And it seems like the fun is about to begin again. I think so, yeah. I hope so. So I'm like the, super, the, super bullish on the future. Mor- morale has improved, you know. So. Oh, yeah. Does that mean more funds can be deployed because morale has improved? I think is that how the meme goes. More fun can be deployed. More fun, fun yeah. To, to more fun. The but um. So I'm excited for the next six months or next year. I think, you know, if I was going to put my cautious hat on, I'm cautious that these guys come back and attack again. We should and be. There yeah. are avenues and vectors to do that and. There's even rational economic incentive to do that. And so something's like to be on alert, but what you do see is like all of the Namish people rallying and getting excited and ideas happening in the group chat and props going up in the candidates and like stuff is happening. Right. And, um, and also taking yeah. a stand too, because now not forking is you're taking it like a pretty big stand because like you said, we're in the middle of the bear market who couldn't <laughs> use 36 ETH in their pocket. Easy peasy right now. Everybody yeah. could. Totally. I could. Yeah. There's a lot you of know, like, so there's a lot of like, even though like, if you know, this, I believe that the risk for value raiders are, are bad vibes. There's a lot of like economic rationality to like a few things. One, to what they were doing. Like, you know, if you told me I could buy a pair of sneakers today for a hundred bucks and sell it tomorrow for a thousand bucks, I'm I might I'm gonna buy the pair of sneakers, right? So there's like just something economically rational there. The second I made thing this is like, ex- I made this exact argument by the way, like when we did the previous podcast with snacks and he stopped <clears> me and he interrupted yeah. me. He's like he's like, I disagree with you. And I was like, Well, how can you disagree that it's economically rational? And he said, Money's not rational. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good I like that. Response. I like that. I like that. Anyway, continue. The, the second thing is like if if you if you fork like the other economically since it's coming out after the fork, the other economically rational thing is like you should fork and then come back and buy two rounds. Well, well, yeah. here we like we're everyone's kind of predicting a drop in the price, right? Yeah, that yeah, remains yeah. to be seen, yeah. but we're predicting a drop in that. So, like another economically rational thing would be like, well, trade your one for two. Um, mm. So, like that's what Bones but, but, said he was going to be doing eighty-seven Bones <clears throat> Nounberger. Yeah. But then the question comes so, down to reputation, reputational value. So, you know, provenance and reputational value. How much? How much will be ascribed yeah. to that remains to be seen. I'm interested. In, I'm interested in, in that um, in general and. Um, the anyway, this is like it just comes back to the people who held. It's like that actually is not economically rational to hold. It's economic, even if you love nouns, it's economically rational to join the fork, come back and get two. And yep. so the people who are not are like are the true believers, and they're ascribe. You know what is the difference between the treasury and book value? It's like the mean value or the network value, as four one five six is saying, right? It's yeah, like they are well, if you believe value. in that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's, they are network value. That's it, right? And so, um, so what I think is like what it remains of nouns, uh, which is most of it, by the way. But what remains of nouns is like the highest quality people in all of Ethereum um, who um, have positive attitudes or you know positive some thinkers want to do really cool stuff. Super creative people, great engineers, uh, people with track records. And so, yeah. So what do you find yourself in a smaller DAO with more talented people? It's amazing. <laughs> Chris, you're gonna make me blush. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's distilling. Oh, I, I agree. It is totally distilling. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, we're all. I being... believe in like uh, like the mean value when they talked about 
when I was reading about the mean value, I didn't get it, you know? And then I sort of realized that, um, okay, so the difference between, like, why is there a premium, like the difference between the treasury and the, and the, the auction is like the mean value. It still never really resonated with me. And then when it was started being called the network value, then I got it. It's like, yeah, I have, I benefit so much from being in nouns that has nothing to do with the treasury or yeah. nothing to do with, um, with any of this stuff. It's like, I just jump into Jesse Pollock's DMs because he's in nouns, right? And I'm in nouns. And, Absolutely. And, and like so, Jesse's like come on our spaces. Like, you know, without right? nouns, and, Jesse Pollock doesn't come on our spaces. I would, I would go so far as to say without nouns, Jack Butcher doesn't come on our podcast last week. Like, Someone asked right? me, they're like, Amazing. how did you get Jack on your podcast? And I was like, we, I just asked him, you know, because we've been, we yeah. know each other through nouns, you know? And that, so, yeah, totally. the network value is huge. It's high, it's high. And then I do have a friend who is like on the fence about joining the fork or not. And uh, she's not anti-nouns, but it's, uh, again, people are in their own sort of, you know, you have to make your own financial decision in your own personal life and stuff. And, and I had said to her, like, uh, I know you want to do projects in nouns. And so your plan is to come back. And I just don't know, like, I just don't know what, what the reputational hit will be in this. And, and by the way, I do think like, by the way, it doesn't even have to be explicit. It's not like nouns is going to get together and be like, if you sold your noun, you shall not be funded. But every nouner is going to have that in the back of their head, guaranteed. It's just impossible to, right. to avoid yeah, that. Right. So, and so, I guess we'll I, know, I think, like, in the end, like, my advice to her on uh, one day, I was like, absolutely don't do this, you're gonna get crushed in the future. And Wait, then, you the know, next a, day now, I you up, know a, a female nouner that's amazing, they're, they're in short supply, we need more of them, yeah, free and non, I think. But the um, the the second day, I was like, you know, I'm thinking about your situation. I actually don't like this is not a group of people who are gonna like hold grudges. If you come back with some awesome nounish idea, we're gonna go fund it, so yeah, you know, go do what true. you have to do. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's a. I think that's more or less what's going to happen. I so. think everybody can tell the difference between somebody who's who's like exiting because they need liquidity at this moment, or because they, yeah. they just can't justify, you know, staying for whatever reason. And and but they still want to be here. And people who are just trying to take advantage. Like I, I feel like there's we, a significant difference. Going back to the conversation that I was mentioning that we had with Snacks about where he said economics isn't rational, and then he he's a mathematician by training, so he started you know poking fun at economists at the same time and saying it's not a real science, blah blah blah, and kind of got down that rabbit hole. But um, we ended up when I said, well, how do we what do we call it then if it's not rational? If it's not a rational move to fork, then what is it? And what we kind of settled on is it's like a it's like a fear-based response. It's like a primal human response to uncertainty is like fight or flight. You know, so either you're gonna stick yeah. around and see this uncertainty, or you're gonna be the person that push, pushes the button to start the DAO when no one else has ever done it. Uh back to your point earlier, Chris, or are you going to, you know, play it safe, take your free money and then let the dust settle and yeah. yeah. I mean, it's maybe just down to different personality traits to different personality types. So one of the things I'm excited for is um, like nouns just working with other organizations um, where I, I, in my opinion, nouns hasn't really traditionally embraced sub DAOs. Uh, actually, a few things to discuss here. One, the thing that has been forgotten is like, uh, I, I think six months ago or so before the times, like you just didn't have to own a noun to be to self-identify as nouns, right? Like that's still true. And like, I think most of the people who identify around nouns don't hold nouns, right? And like, 
me too, right? Yeah. And so, um, so one, it's like just back to the basics of like, hey, the Nouns community is large. It's not about these people. It's not about these folks. It's like, you know, there's lots of us. But then one, it's like, I see these opportunities of like, you know, Farcast is developing and like, what does that mean for Purple? And what Purple has and what Farcaster has is like crazy builder energy. And like Nouns is in a time where they need builder energy, you know? So it's like, how do we work together? How do we transfer some of that energy over, right? And then, um, you know, and for, for a year now, people have been saying like, let's put up a Nouns prop. And it's like, guys, it doesn't really work that way. And they're like, but we're Nouns now. Of course they're going to fund us. And it's like, no, they actually don't care about us. Uh, you know, like we're not that. Ouch. <laughs> like, but yeah. It just isn't like that, right? But it feels like lots of fresh ideas are on the table. People are, are much, you know, are, are really open-minded right now. And um, so I'd be interested in seeing like, you know, Nouns do the stuff, the bread and butter that it was really good at and ambitious stuff, proliferate the mean, put sales and, and sail around New York City. But then um, yeah. a bunch of the public good stuff, which I really love, kept happening even even in the dark times. But uh, yeah. but I think there's just like also these other opportunities to like get involved in forecast or to, you know, get the purple builder energy involved. Like all of this stuff happening on the super chain. How do we like, you know, participate in that as a DAO, um, you know, as an ETH DAO, but, you know, respect base and optimism and all the great stuff that's happening there. Amazing. I did want to ask you about, do you have time, like one minute to talk about the optimism announcement? Because I thought that was really huge. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so t tell tell us about that. You were just named to the Citizens House. Yeah, so it's the Citizens House. So yesterday I got elected to the Optimism Citizens House. And um, the main role as a, a member of the Citizens House is that you vote on the retroactive funding. And so optimism, world-class, best in the world, I think, uh, retroactively funding. And mm -hmm. um, they have been using Termverse as, uh, as their platform to do some of this. And so I got really familiar with how that works. Um, and, you know, obviously we've been doing retro funding since the day we launched Purple and, and now into the history of some retro funding. And, and, and Gitcoin has, does all this great retro funding stuff. And so, like, I was kind of, you know, I was there, but then I got, like, super, super kind of OP-pilled uh, nice. watching them use my platform and support them directly. And then, um, yeah, and then someone, someone nominated me. They knew I was involved in a lot of these DAOs and that public goods is one of my passions and that all of my DAOs kind of support public goods in various ways. And, uh, and so I joined and I guess they was like the first day, which really was nothing but like, whatever, I got an email. And, uh, but when the f next round of, uh, retroactive public goods funding happens, I like get to vote on the teams and help, uh, allocate the money. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, we had we had Benji on and, and we spoke all about that. And, and uh, he, you know, that was one of the main reasons why he got involved in crypto, too, is just uh, because of the retroactive funding. And about he, the yeah. way he put it, what yeah. I thought was really interesting is it eliminated the martyr problem where people didn't have to be a financial martyr to do good things in the Ethereum ecosystem. Yeah, amazing. I think like um, optimism specifically has like a business model to fund public goods. And like coming from, you know, it's like I was a Linux user 20 years ago. Uh, and so just knowing like the struggles that uh, open source projects go through or their alignments with corporations and how that can perverse the incentives. Like yes. just seeing for the first time, like an actual business model that is like funds public goods. It's pretty mind blowing. And so I love Base and I love Zora and I believe they will both um, contribute to sort of public goods funds. But Optimism is just out front and center getting yeah. their validator fees, taking the profits and pouring them back into public goods. You know, it's like and pretty amazing. I think amazing. that's why like, they're winning. I think that's why think, they're winning the culture war. Um, people see, people see it. that. Yeah. Well, definitely. It's like a new internet. This is basically a new internet. You know, that's what I'm excited about.
Amazing. Well, Chris, I appreciate you agreeing to jump on with us. It was on short notice too. It's been super interesting to chat. I feel like we could probably go for like three or four hours, but uh, we'll, we'll just do it another time. We'll invite you back and have you All on right, for cool. a part two sometime. Sound good? I would love to. All, All right. right. Catch you guys we'll later. See, we'll see you on chain. Cool. See you guys on chain. See you guys.